0: special day for us because today is a day of celebration and hopefully each and every one of you have had an opportunity to, opportunity to do some celebration yourself and this is called the Pentecost 50 days after the resurrection when Jesus told the disciples to go up in the upper room and wait he was going to send them a special gift that gift was the Spirit of God the Holy Spirit so let's look at John 14 Verse fifteen through twenty-one, starting at, at uh, verse fifteen says, "If you if you love me, keep my commandments." Sixteen, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Africa, advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. Now the world cannot accept Him because it neither it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you i will not leave you as orphans i will come to you this this is what jesus is saying now before long the world will not see me anymore but you will see me because i live you also will live on that day you will realize that i am my father and you are in me and I am in you now verse 21 says for whoever has my commands and keep them is the one who loves me the one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them and uh, our, our first focus scripture today you all is first uh, Peter 5 and 10 i think that was on the little posting that i sent out to to you uh first peter 5 and 10 said, and the and the god of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast i'll read it again so it can soak in first peter 5 and 10 said, and the god of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Now, first Peter. Uh, this message in First Peter five and ten, uh, I just is really a, a message today of encouraging. Everybody needs some encouraging. Now, whenever we are suffering, we 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 must rest assured that our offering is meant to to that our suffering is meant to produce restoration, strength, and steadfastness. It is never we who produce this in ourselves. We can't do it ourselves. But Jesus himself, who builds us into what he has designed us to be. Take heart when you're suffering. It is never in vain. I'll say that again, you all. Take heart when you're in suffering. It's never in vain. Just make sure you don't go through this suffering with a pity party. God can't help you in the pity party. You got to come out of that zone and know if you if He's did it before for you, He'll do it again. We got to trust and believe that He will do it again. Now, the meaning—just a little bit of meaning here—the meaning of the word. Uh, uh, let's see, the, the in Jesus, we talk restoration. He was give us restoration. Uh, now, the meaning of the word is to uh, restore. To restore means to put back into a former or uh, original state that also means to renew restore refresh renovate uh make it like new again that that's what the, we're talking about the restoring now uh I, I know out here in arizona and probably in all you all cities but arizona is such a large area and even in the area that i live in chandler uh Phoenix mesa tempe they all connect together and there's a lot of traffic now in this city every so often they redo the freeways the highways and the local streets Uh, now what they do is to recover the freeways and with the same i asphalt they put new asphalt on it they don't dig it all up in most cases they just put new asphalt on it and make it look nice pretty black and shiny again now we will endure much in this life because we're not exempt to it in this shadow of death we're walking through we endure depression illness brokenness weariness uh situations that some of some of us uh, can't get over we hide it in our hearts or our inner soul that's what we put you know in our body is our mind our will and our soul we have a control over our mind many of us don't take control of ourselves we just allow the enemy to just throw all kind of junk on it they're getting in they build up all these snake eggs and we just lay there and enjoy it and we, we walk we just a lot of times we walk blindly Without any sense of realizing that God is a healer. Know that God can restore He can restore us, but we have to want Him to restore us. He's not going to step over our boundaries. He have he you have to want what God has for you. You have to want what God has to you. And I, I want to bring the story to you to your attention and I'm, I'm going to read it fast, but and most of you already know this story, but it's going to help you out. You know, God is a respect. It's not, you know, he's not a respect to a person. What, what he did for somebody else, he could do it for you if you believe. If you trust him, he'll do it for you. Get Isaiah 38 for me. And I'm going to read through a few verses, but I, you know how fast I can read anyway. Isaiah 38 says, this talks about Hezekiah's illness. It said now in 38, it says, In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord put in, put your house. This is what the Lord said. Put your house in order because you're going to die and you will not recover. That that would be a mess if you've got that in your spirit. God said, No, nah, this time you're going to die. Some of us are so hard headed. God tells us to go left. And we said, Now let me go right and turn the corner and I'll get back left sooner or later. But okay, verse 2 said, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholeheartedness, devotion, and I have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept. Bitterly, he just cried because he knew that he had been faithful, did stuff for the Lord. Then verse 4 said, the word of the Lord came to Isaiah and said, go tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord God of your father David says, I've heard your prayer and seen your tears, and I will add 15 years to your life, and I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. Verse 7 said, This is the Lord's sign to you that the Lord will do what he has promised. This is Isaiah saying what the Lord said to Hezekiah. Now verse 8 said, I will make the shadow cast by the sun go back 10 steps and it has gone down on the stairway of Ahaz. A H A Z N. So the sunlight went back to the ten steps, it had gone down. God proved it that He did exactly what He was saying He was going to do. Now, after uh, Hezekiah was uh, had gotten well, Hezekiah, verse nine, said, "A writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, after his illness and recovery." The following is a is a something he wrote out. Verse ten said, "I said, in the prime of my life, must I go through the gates of death?" and be robbed of the rest of my years? I said, I will not again see the Lord himself in the land of living. No longer would I look on my fellow man or be with those who now dwell in this world. Like a shepherd's tent, my house has been pulled down and taken from me. Like a weaver, I have rolled up my life and has cut me off from the loom. Day and night you made an end of me. Verse 13 says, I waited patiently till till dawn, but like a lion, he broke all my bones. Day and night you made an end of me. I cried like a swift and thrush. I moaned like a morning dove. My eyes grew weak as I looked in the heavens. I am being threatened, Lord. Come to my aid come to my aid. Verse 15 said, but what I can say, he has spoken to me and he himself has done this. I will walk humbly all my years because of this anguish of my soul. Lord, by such things people live and my spirit finds life in them too. You restored me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. For the grave cannot praise you. Death cannot sing your praise. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for faithfulness, for your faithfulness, but living, the living they praise you. As I am doing today. Parents, he said, parents tell their children about your faithfulness. The Lord will save me and we will sing with string instruments all the days of our lives. So, you know, I, I really want to encourage you all to encourage you. That was given an example of God's faithfulness. We, we may have been in those situations. God might have said, well, our life, the doctor said, you know, the doctor might say, you got six months to live. But if we just waddled in this six months and believe what the doctor said and never get well, but I know a God, I know a God. As long as you trust Him and believe you believe Him, He can heal you. He can heal you. Like I said, I've been sitting in this wheelchair three years, and a lot of folks have a blinded mind. You know, they don't understand how I'm still alive. I'm still alive because I trust God. And he said he. I know what He told me to do. From from the time I was laying in the, in the hospital, then moved to the care center, that's when you all remember. That's when I started doing the prayer line. And most of you thought I was crazy, but I was obedient to what God said. He said, do this prayer line because he knew that we needed this because of the situations that was happening in the family. And this is the way where we can unite with each other, keep each other together and encourage you. So I really want to encourage you today. This is this is my favorite scripture this is one of my favorite and it is the base of the ministry that god has given me That's Psalm 23 get Psalm 23 i live this every day and i want you all to i want to encourage you all pick it up read it sometime just read what the word of god says to you, and it will help you believe what he says as long as you know that you have accepted jesus christ in your heart in your heart, not, not a head game, not not the head thing that gets thrown into your head, but with all your heart, you believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And because He is the Son of God, you have a path to get to the Father. Alright, so Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores he restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? Y'all help, help me now. I got, I got to quit this. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comforts me. Every day he comforts me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You all have a choice. You decide. Jesus told us one thing. He said in, in the Word, and we've read it before. He said, "You you do all this stuff. You either repent or you die." That's what he said. Repent or die. I choose to repent and keep going and keep keep my hand in the hand of God. And that's what I choose to do. And I, 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 that's all the lessons that I have. And I'm going to cut this. Give this over to Doctor Bernard and let him uh, teach us. a word of uh, give us a word of wisdom. A word from the Lord. I think he's going to give us a word for our Lord, and once he uh, prays, and then we're going to close it out, and we're going to do uh, the open mic for a few minutes, and you all, and, and Dr. Bryant is going to go tell you who he is, and uh, go ahead and introduce himself, and, and praise God. You all, uh, those that's coming in, please mute your mic, please. Right, Dr. Bryant.
1: i kind of on a vacation, but the word that in season and I thank you for this invitation from mm-hmm. my first cousin, Prophet my first cousin, my brother. But we share a relationship because we share blood of to share with you today, and I marvel at the things that she does while yet uh, being entangled, I just say entangled, not bound by a wheelchair, she's entangled. Talk about being entangled, and then it all that she is free, and I'm talking about that on her right now, today. and I want to see she is very from the entanglement of you. that wheelchair, you know, I can't hear God for that word. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to just bounce off of something that she had here for my invite and said, Lord, you kind of to find a picture on me with my clergy collar on and a mic in my hand. And I'm proud to, to be a scripture for the word of God. I want to read that scripture. and I've got a couple others I want to read. And, uh, and it's probably this last one mine. I want to use her as an example of every now and then. And I'm going to try to keep it under 12 minutes. So I'm looking at a computer model. The time says 725. So that means around 7:37. 37, I'll be begin to start praying. Okay. So y'all y'all help me look at it as you can, all right? Right. says so and God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Man, that is the word of encouragement. That is a word of prophecy for all of us. Now I want you to turn with me also to uh 1 Corinthians First Corinthians chapter twelve. First Corinthians chapter twelve. Now there's three words that we're kind of going to talk about in this next twelve a uh, one is uh Uh, revival and the other one is restoration. Now, in my opinion, those three words are all first cousins, and uh, for the sake of this sermon, uh, they are uh, 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 joined to each other and they mean the same thing. One of the things that I found out now that keeps uh, people from, uh, from being restored. Their darkness and sometimes their darkness is wrapped up in their titles. Oh, yes, you heard me right. They are caught up in their titles many times. Let me just talk about myself. Depending on what circles I'm in, at the end of the day, sometimes I'm called Dr. Brian. Sometimes I'm called Elder Brian. Sometimes I'm called Pastor Brian. Sometimes I'm called Presiding Elder Brian. Sometimes I'm called Bishop Elect Brian. Sometimes it's called Bishop Brian. But I want you to know they're all titles. And a title without operating as a gift doesn't mean anything at all. Let me say it again. A title without operating a gift does not mean anything at all. I want you to just hold on to that another spiritual spice for a second. Let's read in Corinthians chapter 12. I want to start reading in verse 27. Oh, this is going to make sense after a little while. Verse 27 says, Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. What does that mean? Does that means that God has a gift for each and every one of us. Amen. Man. I don't have to do this last gift, and she doesn't have to do my gift. Let's yeah. read what the scripture says again. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then <laughs> gifts of healing, help, government. Diversity to tongues. And then I love when uh, Paul questions us, he says, Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all, teachers, are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? Look at verse 31. That's what we want to focus on. But covet earnestly the best. So I you a more excellent way. way. Now, when you read that, the first question comes in mind, what is the best gift? And the question that also to mind, what is the best gift for me? I find out mm-hmm. through my travels, travels that many times uh, uh, people have many, many titles but they don't know how to operate in a mm-hmm. They have many, many titles, but what they do You, today, uh, a word of encouragement. <laughs> you okay. have a gift that nobody can do in the kingdom but you. Right. Everybody doesn't preach. Everybody doesn't have the gift of healing. Everybody doesn't have the gift of tongues Everybody, Everybody doesn't sing. In the church that I'm on my own staff, on, my pastor is a great singer. See, I had sung with many professional groups I could call some names, but we're not giving free of an advertisement tonight. <laughs> but he but he has a gift to sing. His children have a gift to sing. That gift runs through that family. Firstly, my gifts are, are the, uh, the gift of, of preaching, the gift of prosperity, and the gift of giving. I love the gift. Every week now, for the last six months, I buy eggs from this lady who owns her own uh, chicken farm and sometimes $50 a week on eggs just to give them away to people to be encouraged. What is your gift? titles that your titles will cause you to be entitled and yet what? All you are, are titles. are uh, uh, A person with a title. Like Paul says in Corinthians thirteen, you nothing but a McClane grass, a claim symbol, but yet you don't have a little love you. Yes. Work through love. They work through the, the power, power of love. I see I got about several minutes left. The greatest gift is the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Spirit. He is the one that activates the gift with us. And if you operate in gifts, there's no joy like doing what God has called you to do. And when you're able to do that, guess what? It'll cause you to break out of every chain. It'll cause you to get out of every entanglement. That's why I can prophesy over uh uh, uh, uh coveted glass. And now that one thing is just an entanglement. It, that's not a, 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 a closed sentence to her. It's an entanglement that was. with able to encourage other people. There are many who have their use of their land and their laws and their voices and they won't do anything yet. They have cows, titles. Some of them are even pastors. They don't seek to hear from God. What do they do? They seek to hear from Google. They get their citizens, they get their service and their their teeth from some something they want, watch I heard on the podcast. But you can have this, so this is not a Bernard Brian, this is not the O. you time you want to. Just make sure it's in the time that the Holy Spirit wants you to use it. So I'm encouraging you today. Use your gift. You know, I love I love Galatians too. And, and let me read that to so you real quick. Since I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ living in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live I the faith of
0: the Son of God.
1: Walk in my gift, I'll be, a, I'll be a benefit to the kingdom of God. If I walk in my gift, I'll be a benefit to humanity. My encouragement to you today is to walk in your gift. And look what Paul says the verse 2: I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead in my name. Nobody never be able to say you that I'm not using what God. Jesus praying himself, allow himself to be never the cross so they want I can reach all our humanity. It's all about the gift. So what is the best gift for you? I encourage you to pray. We're gonna to pray today. That God will reveal to you that perfect place. Let me give you something for free today. If you find what your gift is, you don't have to be envious of somebody else's gift. Hmm. There's some people who operate in their gift because they want to uh, Brother Joseph, "Are they want to preach like, like Prophet Glass preaches, or they want to cook like my cousin at 14 cooked. But what you got to do is to do that that God has called you to do. What I'm trying to say, God has a lane for every one of us. Does every one of us walk in our own lane. Guess what? Another way the world says it is that teamwork
0: makes the dream work.
1: Whenever you're not doing your gift, you have out- violated So what is your gift? The scripture said, the best gift. I know what the best gift is for me, and I can work every day to walk in it. One of the gifts that, that every one of us have in common is the gift of obedience. Are you doing what God asked you to do, or do you feel a death gift in when he speaks to you? Is your heart callous? Over so, so much of the Holy Spirit can move around in your being to cause you to see
0: and know what path
1: to go in. Do you even deserve? Do you, you even deserve to be called pastor? Do you even deserve to be called evangelist, prophet, Elders, Bishops. We got so many people knowing themselves, yes. and yet they don't have the knowing of God in their life. A more excellent way. And that excellent way is restoration. restoration. The excellent way is revival. That excellent way is restoration. Maybe you were restored and resurrected and revived. But every one of us got somebody restored. in our family that we need to pray for for restoration for. We got somebody in our family that's in a dark place in their life. We got Even people in our our lives that go around to statues and 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 and, and rub belly. We got people in the, in our families and in our our communities that read those comic books. What do you call them? Walk mm-hmm. Yeah you heard me right I do right. read them comic books. They're anything that disrupts the word of God is number comic. Something to be left about. Mm-hmm. Something to be burned up. But the word of God is here to deliver us. The word of God is here to settle the word, word of God is, in, is, is here not just to set, but to make us free. I believe that once you get free, you can stay free. This is the kind of gift you don't lose. You have to give it away. you don't lose it. You won't it won't be taken away from you. But guess what? It's something that you want to cherish and you, you want to hold on to. Cover the best gift, and I'll show you a more excellent way. Let us pray right now. Brilliant. if somebody here is here tonight and you're in a church, and you're not, not sure what you're supposed to do, yes, I'm talking about you, and you know exactly who I'm talking to I'm praying for you right now that God is open enough, is open enough uh, to you and allow you to know that you're supposed to be in. And God says, if you know, you were here to that person who stayed right beside you on the same you, or that person that you worked with, at the, the local dollar general. Wanted and you it, why is it not working for you? My encouragement to you today take your eyes off that person, put your eyes fully on Jesus. You put your eyes fully on Jesus, he'll show you your gift. And when you walk well, when you begin walking in it, you're gonna feel a sense of resurrection, a sense of restoration, a sense of revival like never before. You're gonna get a hunger for the word like you never had before. In time return on and the secular programs of this world, you're gonna find somewhere in the. Your Bible, you will start listening to the tape that you drive your car back and forth to work and through the marketplace. Yes, I'm talking about you you right now. It don't matter if you're in the business of Arizona, the country of, North- uh, of North Carolina, or you in the political city of Washington, D.C. It doesn't matter. Jesus uh, uh, outreach and reach you wherever you are, and He can direct you where He wants you to go. Father, we praise you right now. We thank you for allowing us to. The basket the presence of your honor and the presence of your spirit, even on this podcast. I thank you for blast tonight. I thank you for the word that you gave me to give her Lord, she's not she's bound to that chair. It gets entangled for a little while. But Lord, I praise you in advance for the day that entangled to realize. She was standing in her own strength, Father. I feel in my mind's eye like right now. standing behind me. Men and women. And Lord, I thank you right now. She's got a word for the LGBTQ community, uh, Lord, that was sent. Free. I thank you right now, Father God. I thank you for her testimony. Holy. But Lord, I thank you, Father, the testimony is strong, with the word that she can speak through has spirit, through her mouth, is stronger than anything that she has been through. Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, that somebody out there right now, I think their problems are so big. And Lord, I thank you right now, even through this prayer. I prophesied to them, Lord, that they have a God that's bigger than any problem that they could ever have. Now, Father, thank you for your, your encouragement today. Thank you for resurrection. Thank you for resurrection. And thank you for revival in our walk. Lord, I thank you, Father God, Lord, that you will allow us to be able to operate in our gift. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just before I hand it back over to the promise, I want to share one, thing, one other thing with you. All of us have cell phones, and every one of us from time to time to send a text to somebody. Oh, you know what I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to put you through a little test, right quick. I won't be able to hear you, but I'll help you out. B means what? Be right back, right? Mm-hmm. LOL means what? Laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. You use acronyms to make your typing a lot shorter. When you use know those acronyms, the acronyms, like I said, a way to make things a little shorter. What happens if you... If you if, if, if you see TTYL, I'll talk to you later. later. But I want to give you a new one tonight, and that, and that acronym is U-M-G. you heard me? right. Just say it with me. U-L-G-M-G. Say it again. U-M-G-M-G. And that acronym tonight I want to give you is using my All right. Just say it again. All right. Using sure. my and I solicit <laughs> to you saying that I hear and I said, like they say in the world. I double dare you to send <laughs> people tonight and use that apple of UMG using my gift. And when you do that, by the time you reach that seven person, the Spirit of the Lord is going to speak to you and
0: put you in the, the direction of that, of
1: that gift, that best gift, the one that He has shown you, a more you'll just give God the glory. Of it, thank you when I thank you, I want to say evangelist but, but to, in my house to can offer this promise to him for giving me this opportunity, and uh, I pray that you, you invite me to come again another time. God bless you in Arizona, Washington, D.C., East of North Carolina, and in the that listens to this podcast, in Jesus' name, remember, he is Lord.